Welcome to the Food Foundation's Pod Bites, our series of thoughts and snap analyses of news events. I'm Vicky Simpson, the director of First Steps Nutrition Trust, and today I'm talking about the marketing of formula milks. So we've we've got laws in the UK um, that are meant to prohibit the um, marketing of infant formula. They're in place to try and um, ensure that parents can make decisions about how they feed their babies without commercial influence therefore they're meant to be able to protect breastfeeding they're also and this isn't particularly well understood they're there to also ensure safe and appropriate formula feeding because what they should do if they work in practice is stop um the the marketing of products which don't work as advertised so for example we see formulas that are advertised for colic and constipation we see um lactose free formulas on the supermarket shelves some of them some of them do work, but they're meant to be used under medical supervision. Um, some of them don't have any evidence base and, and the companies are selling them and they're sort of conning parents, really, um, preying on their insecurities around their baby's um, normal baby behaviours and offering them a formula solution. So it's really important, um, one, that the laws that exist are enforced properly because at the moment they're not. Um, and two, that actually the laws are strengthened because at the moment they only cover infant formula, whereas we've got other formulas on the supermarket shelves, follow-on formula, and then these growing up milks marketed for toddlers. They, they're not subject to the same restrictions and um, it creates this loophole because parents see ads for these other products and they think they're seeing ads for infant formula. So basically, it just basically the laws don't work. Um, so definitely more needs to be done to strengthen those um, marketing restrictions so that parents, they're not subjected to to this misleading information and they can just get on and make um, decisions about how they feed their babies without sort of having that information influence those decisions. Formula companies are very clever. They try and get in there at the earliest opportunities. So they're targeting women from pregnancy. So, for example, when um, when a woman thinks she's pregnant, she's going to start Googling her due date. And then the internet does its magic and you'll get sent um, you know, messages. Do you want to sign up for this baby club? And you'll sign up for the baby club because it will be promising, you know, freebies. And what they do is they um, pose a sort of trusted, a trusted friend. We're here for you in all that's ahead. And they'll feed you information on things like, you know, exercise in pregnancy. And none of it's related to formula, but it's a formula company and it's got the formula brand. And so they, what they're doing is very clever because they, they're sort of poised so that in those first days and weeks when, you know, as is very, very common, a mum comes across a breastfeeding challenge um, and um, she may or may not get the skilled support she needs to overcome that challenge. She starts doubting herself. She's worried. Um, she's, you know, she's she's already been inundated with um, that, that brand and she'll think, oh, I'll buy formula and, you know, there you go. She's bought that, that brand of formula. Um, so that, that's what sort of one of the mechanisms they use to get in there to sell um, products and, you know, it'll be infant formula when the baby's really, really little. But the other end of the spectrum, um, they market these products um, that are not necessary. So, for example, by the time a baby is one, um, formula's not needed. Um, I mean, ideally, a baby would still be breastfed after one, but and that's fairly rare that many, many babies are not breastfed after one for lots of reasons. And 
And so um, then you can move on basically to an anima milk. Cow's milk is obviously the most common in the UK. Um, but companies will, mark, well, they market growing up milks, toddler milks, um, for use from one, two, three years old. And um, they'll market them with health and nutrition claims saying, you know, it's got added vitamin D, it's got added iron, it's good for growth. Um, trying to make out that these are better choices for, than, you know, real food, than, than, than milk or other foods in, in a healthy diet that can give all these um, micronutrients that growing children need. Um, so they're very clever. And, you know, these are not products that need, are needed. They're also really, really expensive. Um, they're not subject to regulations on their composition, so they contain a lot of sugar. Um, so there's a range of um, issues with those products. But companies put them out there because, you know, their main concern is um, profit. And they've, they've, you know, got a, a parent that's used formula when their baby's little. Um, and they call them stage one. And, and then they've got stage two, stage three. They're creating this mirage um, or this idea that it's natural to move up the stages when it's just not needed. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to find out more, click on the link to First Steps Nutrition Trust in the show notes. And as we head towards the next general election, the Food Foundation is calling on policymakers to recognise the central importance of the food system in shaping the nation's health and wealth. Click on the link to the Food Foundation manifesto in the show notes and make sure you subscribe to this podcast to keep up with the latest analysis on what makes healthy food matter. <laughs>